clothes neatly folded, with two pieces of paper resting on top. One was a visitor's pass made out to Anna Konstantinov. On the second was scrawled, St. Isaac's Cathedral. The words were in English, and she recognized the handwriting. Greek, said the guard. He was the youngest of the three who oversaw the female prisoners, not much more than a boy, his moustache a tragic overture to manhood. Get changed. Irina stared at the slip of paper in her hand, not quite believing that it had happened, trying to picture what Tom must have put himself through, the dangers he had faced, the border crossing from Finland. It was almost inconceivable. Hurry! hissed the guard. His ear was pressed to the door, but his eyes remained fixed on her, eager young eyes, hoping for a glimpse of female flesh. She was happy to oblige. It might provide some scrap of comfort at the end of his short life. She wondered how much money he'd been promised. More than enough to see him safely away, out of the country. To stay would mean certain death before a firing squad. She looked down at her belly, the still unfamiliar bow, the tautness of the pale skin around her navel. Dressed now, her soiled clothes heaped on the floor at her feet, she wrapped the shawl around her head and turned to the guard. I'll get rid of that, he said, taking the piece of paper from her. Young but sensible. It wouldn't be wise to have details of the rendezvous about her person if she was stopped while trying to leave. Good luck, he said. You too. They parted company wordlessly in the corridor outside, the guard pointing out her route before vanishing into the darkened bowels of the building. Irina passed by the steps leading up to the interrogation rooms, silent at this hour, making for the stone staircase at the end of the corridor. She was curious to see how far she would get. On the floor above, she ran a short gauntlet of officers flanking a corridor before finding herself in the main lobby. There was a guard on duty at the big desk by the doors, bent over some paperwork. When she stopped to show her pass, he waved her on, almost irritably, and she wondered if he too was in on it. Outside in the gloomy courtyard, no one paid her a blind bit of notice. Not the troops huddled around the brazier, not the officer berating the two mechanics poking around in the engine of a canvas-covered truck. Was it really that simple? A mere slip of paper? There were still the sentries at the main gate to get past, but she could see freedom looming ever larger beyond the tall archway as she approached. A quick glance over her shoulder confirmed that she wasn't being followed. One of the sentries unshouldered his rifle, keeping a close watch on her while the other checked her pass against a ledger in the small cubbyhole which served as their guardhouse. A bitter blast whistled through the archway, stinging her eyes. Then suddenly everything was in order. The pass disappeared into a drawer. Anna Konstantinov was free to go. How had Tom done it? No one had really expected him to try, let alone put it off, least of all her. She thrust her hands deep into her pockets and set off up the street, not quite sure what to think, what to do. She needed time to work it through in her head. She had taken no more than a dozen tentative steps along the icy pavement when she felt a hand land on her shoulder and heard the teasing drawl of a familiar voice close to her ear. Going somewhere, Irina? Tom lit another candle, an excuse to stretch his legs and warm his fingers over the bank of flickering flames. He had spent more than an hour in the Alexander Nevsky Chapel, most of it on his knees, head bowed in a show of prayer. A pew would have been nice, a stool, anything, but seating had never figured large in the thinking of the Russian Orthodox Church. 
It allowed them to cram the people in. Fourteen thousand souls could fit into St. Isaac's Cathedral. At least, that's what Irina had told him when she had first taken him there, soon after his arrival in Petrograd, his raven-haired tour guide skipping her classes at the conservatoire to show him some of the sights. It had been a bright June morning, the sunlight flashing off the vast gilded dome and laying bare the fussy opulence of the interior, the intricate patterning of the marble floor, the steps of polished jasper, the columns of green malachite and blue lazurite, the walls inlaid with porphyry and gemstones, and the gilded stucco and statues wherever you turned. A blaze of fragmented colour had been Tom's first impression, like stepping into a child's kaleidoscope. He had made the right noises, but Irina had read his thoughts, sensed his reservations. His church, the church of his youth, was a humble, ivy-tangled affair in a village on the outskirts of Norwich, where the damp rose in waves around the bare...